Hello everybody. I'm very excited to be with you today as we bring in a thought a week about being aware. What do I mean about being aware? We need to be aware of everything that's around us, everything that's going on, because Jesus is coming one day to get us. And we need to be ready. So today, I want you to walk into the light of the world. That's why that candle's lit. Walk into the light, because Jesus said he is the light and the truth of the world in John 8, 32. I know that we just got ready, we just celebrated Memorial Day, giving thanks and praise not only to God, but to all those soldiers of men and women that went out there to serve our country so that we could be free today. And Jesus is included in that. We need to remember what he went through with our soldiers as he was with them so that we could be free today, right now. God bless the USA. Matthew, I'm sorry, Mark 13, verses 32 to 37 said this today about being aware. No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard. Be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge and each with his assigned task, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether in the evening or at midnight, or when the rooster crows, or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone. Watch. I want you to be aware of everything that's taken on and taking place all around you today, right now. Be aware that our first priority is about putting God first. Our first priority is about loving others unconditionally as God loves us. Be aware. Because Jesus left us with two commands in Matthew 28, verses 16 and 20. That very first command that he gave us about being aware was how we need to love unconditionally. That was the first command. Because God loved us so much that he gave his only son to be beaten on Holy Thursday, put on the cross on Good Friday, and rise on Sunday, which was Easter, to give us all a fresh start, to let us know how much he loves us. So today, we're being told that Jesus will be coming for us soon. So are we thinking in that correct way that for us to get home to be with God, because we all know in Psalms 90 our days are numbered, that time and that day is unknown. Are you ready? Your life, you have to ask yourself this question, is your life in order? If we look around right now, Everyone is fighting, judging, dividing, everything to be the one that's on top of the world. God tells us the only one that should be at the top of the world is Him. We need to let Him be our Father, our Counselor, our Healer, our all. And Jesus Christ needs to be our personal Lord and Savior every day. Because we were once lost, but now we're found. And that's what it tells us in Luke 15, verse 11 and 32. <coughs> this is the time of year when Jesus comes 
to give us a second chance at life, like it says in Ecclesiastes 9, 7, and 12. When we celebrated Easter, excuse me, <clears throat> when we celebrated Easter in April, that first week, Jesus gave us a second chance to fix our wrongs, to make sure that we're right with God. He wants us to know that our paths are wiped clean, that we should have no regrets now. Because we're all free. We all have that fresh start. We're all a brand new creation, like it says in 2 Corinthians 5, 16 and 18. Jesus Christ <coughs> has been teaching us from the very beginning he came to us in Matthew chapter 21. He said it's time to be humble. And humbleness is not a weakness, like it says in Matthew 18, 1 6. Humbleness tells us and shows us that we do not have to have all the answers that we do not have to know everything. Jesus also taught us how important it is that we're all equals. 2 Corinthians 12.25 tells us that we need the whole body to work us, to work together as one. We need the eyes to see, the ears to hear, the hands and feet to move and work. That's how we're supposed to be treating everyone. The day is unknown. And that's why it's so important that we come together, all of us, as a family of God. Jesus Christ is teaching us to love. Love unconditionally as God loves us because he wants us to be aware that we've all been given a second chance to fix our wrongs, to live life correctly, to live by those priorities of putting God first, family, others, self. Love. 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 to 7. So right now, as we understand that the day and hour is unknown when Jesus is coming, we need to be aware that the end is coming soon. There's going to be hunger, there's going to be earthquakes, there's going to be fires, rumors of war and loss. How do we prevent that? Being ready that when Jesus comes, he takes us home to be with God the Father where our home is. That's why it's so important that we put our treasures in heaven, not on earth. That means that we should understand that we need to make sure that we don't leave, let money rule us. Let material things rule us. Because our place is with God in heaven. But today, we need to do one thing. Be aware of everything around us. All the surroundings. The way we treat others. The way we love. The way we respect God the way we set those priorities in order. Today, the day is unknown. The hour is unknown. One day, we're all going to have to stand before God. And I know that all of us today, knowing that the day is unknown and the hour is unknown, when we get to stand before God, I'm hoping that all of us want to hear from God, good and faithful servant, I'm going to put you in charge of much more. Matthew 25, verses 14 to 30. So right now, for that to take place, we need to surrender. Then we do not have to be lost, confused, hurting, and addicted. We have to surrender to God to let him be our father, our counselor, our healer, our all. We were all, I have to get to a point to understand that we were all once lost. Luke 15, verse 11 to 32. We were all lost children of God. And the beautiful part is, is that Jesus went to the cross for us to make sure that we understand everything that we ever did wrong and that God wiped that slate clean. 
We need to remember for us not to be lost, confused, hurting, and addicted. Jesus was sent to us in Matthew chapter 21 to teach us that he came to save us. Luke 19.10. He came to save the, the, the lost, the confused, the hurting, and the addicted. Realize today, if we just stop dead in our tracks and realize that God the Father has created everything, like it says in Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2. Remember that God created everything. And that God is also our Father. He created us. And He made us all different so that we can learn from each other and build the kingdom of heaven here on earth first. Realize that if we have any faith, and our faith can be small as a mustard seed, like it says in Matthew 17, 17.20. Small as a mustard seed. And that small little mustard seed grows into a huge tree for the birds to come and perch on it, for us to find shelter underneath it. And for us to have any kind of faith that says, with faith, everything is possible. Matthew 21, verses 18 and 22. Realize that we have to have faith in God. And when we put that faith in God, what's the beautiful thing? Deuteronomy 31, 6 says that God will never leave us nor forsake us. Psalms 46, 10 says, be still and know that God is your God. Do not fear. God is always with you, Psalms, uh, Isaiah 41, 10. All we got to do is ask God for his help right now. Because that day is unknown. That hour is unknown. And all of our help always comes from God. Psalms 121, verses 1 to 8. If you got, ask God to come in and help you right now, He's going to show you the way through everything. 1 Corinthians 10, 11 to 13 says, These things happen to us as examples. And if we stand firm in that word of God, He will show us the way through every time. We have to rely on God's word. Trust. Belief. And if we can do that, God will always show us the way through. And I don't want you to be overconfident. Because when we become overconfident, Satan likes to come in at those weakest points and throw those stumbling blocks in front of us so that we fall on our face. <coughs> God wants us to realize today how important it is to stand firm in that word of God. Be aware. You are right here, right now, in the place you are, because God brought you here. Look at your life and the trials you faced. Look at all your accomplishments and all your failures. And start realizing that you learned a lot. That God loved you that much is that we're still here today. He has that perfect plan for us, like it says in Jeremiah 29.11. We're going to be prosperous we're going to have a future, and no harm is going to come to us. And understand that prosperity is not always money. Prosperity is looking at what we have instead of what we don't have. Remembering our future is there when we walk correctly with Jesus every day. And that God's promise gives us a home with Him in heaven, where there is no more pain and suffering and sickness and disease, <coughs> shortcomings and character defects. Now, right now, ask yourself this question. Do you want your awareness of the world to be happy and a peaceful place? 
then start asking for God's will to come upon your life, like it says in Matthew 6, 9 and 15. Prune those areas in your life that are not good. Start pruning those areas out of your life, even if it means people, places, and things. Cut them out. John 15, <coughs> 1 to 17. Prune those areas so that you can have that joy, that peace, and that happiness today. <coughs> Clean your house. Clean the house because your body is God's temple. Clean the house. Our bodies are God's temple. And when Jesus said the temple was going to rise in three days, when he went to that cross and he died, those temples are us. Our bodies hold a very specific price tag, 1 Corinthians 12, 6 to 20. I'm sorry. 1 Corinthians 6, verses 12 to 20 says our bodies hold a very specific price tag. And that is the blood that Jesus shed for all of us to be sitting here right now. So today we need to remember that our bodies are God's temple. And sometimes you have to walk away from all that chaos. To be aware of everything that's in front of us, it's time to walk away from the chaos. Sometimes it's time to walk away from family, friends, atmospheres, change jobs. This is that serious cost that Jesus was talking about in Luke 9, 51 and 62. For us to follow Jesus, there's a cost. No matter what that cost is, we got to make that choice to be aware, to say, enough is enough. And here's the beautiful part that I love, because in Matthew 5, verse 27, it said, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Let God be your refuge, your fortress, your God in whom you trust, Psalms 91-2. Remember what Psalms 84-10 told us, that... Better is one day in God's court than thousands elsewhere. Better to be a doorkeeper in God's house than in the tents of the wicked. Knowing that today, Jesus can come at any time. So the question is, are you ready to go home and be with God? Are you ready to do God's will? Matthew 6, 9 and 15. Be aware of those things that separate us from God. So today, I want you to be aware of everything around you. Let when you see a storm, when you feel things aren't right, that's a storm brewing. I want you to do one thing. Throw your hands up in the air and say, Jesus, calm the storm. Matthew 8, 23 to 27. Know that when if you raise your hand, remember that story when Jesus was in a boat with the disciples and the water was coming in a boat, and Jesus stood up and he raised his hands and the storm stopped. All the disciples said, boy, he must be the son of God. Because the storms listened to him. God gave his son Jesus Christ the opportunity to stop every storm in our lives. Know that God made this day and every day for you. Psalms 118.24 tells us that God made this day so that we can rejoice and be glad in it. Every day that we have helps us to see more of God's kingdom instead of the world's kingdom. That's the beautiful part. And when you're lost, on every day you wake up and if you're lost, then you need to ask God for his will to come upon you when your feet hit the floor. Praise him that you saw another day. Praise him for your family, your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. Thank him for your food, your jobs, your finances being met. Thank him. Praise him. 
and realize today that all you've got to do is ask God for every word you need to speak, like it says in Jeremiah 1, verses 4 to 19, and he'll give it to you. Be aware of your surroundings, because Jesus is coming soon. And always, always realize one thing, that if God can forgive us of all of our wrongs by sending Jesus Christ to the cross for us, we need to do the same thing. Have that forgiving, having that forgiving heart like God had for us. Matthew 18, 20, 21 to 35 says that we should not forgive seven times, but ten times, seventy-seven times. Have a forgiving heart as God has for us. And realize that if we can do all these things and be aware that one day Jesus is coming, we get to go home and be with God the Father in heaven. Amen? So be aware today of everything that we do, everything that we say, every time we act out, think. Be aware of everything. With that being said today, let's close in prayer. Father God, we thank you right now for letting us see everything clearly, for seeing things through your eyes instead of the world's eyes. Show us the way, Father God. Help us to make sure that we keep having that armor of God on, like it says in Ephesians 6, 10 to 20, so that we can be aware of Jesus' coming. May we feel your touch and your presence today. And we thank you, Father God, that we were able to celebrate our freedom today, on Monday, this week. Thank you for all of those men and women soldiers that served their lives. Thank you for Jesus coming and dying on that cross for us. Thank you for this Memorial Day. And may we always remember how to keep that praise on our lips. Thanking you for everything we have. And thanking you for opening up our eyes to see things through your eyes. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.